Welcome back to 30 to Life Podcast. This is part two of our discussion with music industry exec, Benny Pugh, where he dives deeper into his start within the real estate business and his upcoming book on impact. As always, grab your pens, grab your pads, take these notes, and let's learn you something. We live in a five-family house. And my father, as I explained to you guys earlier, he had, you know, multiple, multiple skill sets. So we lived on the top floor uh, the, of, of the house. And in the, the winters, uh, they were really cold because there was no insulation. And the summers was really hot. So, so you know, it, it became very challenging, to say the least. So the lady who owned the five-family house gave my parents the opportunity to buy the house, she was moving back to Kansas. And so what she did, she held the paper. And holding paper um, and is, is simple, meaning you own the house as, as the owner of the home, but now you are in essence the bank. So you can lend the you can lend the money to whoever you choose. For whatever you choose their value to be or not, you know, like you might have blemishes on your credit. Yes. You may not have the right deposit. Yes. But you are now the bank. So you make your own lending practices on who you choose. So she gave my dad because he took care of the property, did all the work, said, like, you know what? I'm going to bless you back pretty much. I'm going to give you something that you might not be able to get on your own. And that's where community comes in. So she so she held the paper, sold in the house, where they traditionally might not have got that interest rate or that favorable loan. And they, in essence, now we moved from the fifth floor down to the first floor and the other four units paid for everything, um, paid for college, paid for lifestyle. And that was my eye-opening experience of understanding and get more importantly than what it paid for, it gave my dad and my parents freedom. And that's what real estate showed me is that the value of truly making money while you sleep is the American way. And, and that opened my eyes. So that was um, instilled in me and akin to me when given the opportunity to make money uh, that I always wanted to make money uh, while I was sleeping. So that's when I went on the journey of understanding that brick and mortar to me meant more than what I couldn't see in, you know, uh, equities and stock. Uh, but I diversified along the way, but more importantly, um, you know, the root of my business and, and my life is, is in real estate. Yeah. You mentioned community and the more I think about it, like we're so much stronger together and um but i but i want to i want to pivot it back to your book on impact and um i know you there, there was a life-changing event that occurred which kind of encouraged you to write the book um but you mentioned self-introspection specifically can you just can you just talk about how self-introspection was important to your growth and development after your life-changing event absolutely so august 31st 2014 was a, a very pivotal part of my life. Um, and I'll just take you guys a step back. I was invited to a barbecue by a friend of mine, a uh, long-term friend, 
And uh, it's really interesting on how we realize how our lives can make changes uh, based on the decisions that we make. And I'm the kind of person that if, if once I commit, I'm committed. Um, if, you know, the lobby process might be different, but once I say I'm going to do, then I, I must do. So my friend calls me and he says to me, um, hey, I'm having a barbecue. I would love for you to come over. And during the process, it was, uh, it was in the middle of some things. I said, yes, I'll be there. And what was really interesting um, about that, he's a very consistent person, right? Probably one of the best professionals that I've ever met in his consistency and his professionalism. Um, but but uh, what was um, moved forward uh, on that, I dropped my son off the week prior um, to boarding school. I had uh, visited my mom who has Alzheimer's and my dad, who we celebrated his 70th birthday party that Saturday. Saw my sister and um, that Sunday on, on the uh, 31st um, was flying back to New York. And uh, the flight was delayed because of a misty rain. So I got in New York late, had a meeting, uh, was running late. My friend called, asked me if I was still coming. Um, got in the car, drove out to his house um, and uh, realized why he was so persistent with the calls is because he was catering something special, a surprise just for the two families. So I thought it was just a regular cookout, but it was really just for us. So four women, I mean, I'm sorry, four people, two women, two, two men, three bottles of wine, three bottles of wine. Um, and uh, we, uh, then at that point, he and I broke off and went on to the deck, um, had some conversation about some life things that were going on. Um, that misty rain happened again. We decided to um, go take a ride in his new car that he purchased three days prior, it was a 550 Mercedes Benz. We walked from the deck into the carport, uh, through the kitchen into the carport, back out. He jumps out of the car, go grabs a cigar. The women and the children come out. We pull out, I don't know why black folks, we always wanna watch people drive off, but they did. Um, we drive down his driveway, which might be the length of a city block. And um, he opens the gate. We, um, he makes a right, right hand turn. I'm about to jump on my phone and I hear a thump and the car takes off. So now I look out of the corner of my eye and I see the odometer is approaching 75 miles an hour. And I turn my head and there's no driver. I mean, um, uh, he's slumped over, so there's no driver. So now I do what I'm, I'm taught to do. What my mom's disciplined me to do is talk to God. And I say, God, I guess I'm not gonna see my family anymore because all of that happens really fast. And I'm looking back through all of the events that have taken place and realizing like I've seen every integral person and spoken to everybody in my life. And it's like, wow, I guess I'm not gonna see them anymore. And then the second thing happens while I'm talking to God is 
I guess I'm going to see you soon. And then that third thing, I get angry with God. And that happens a lot, both in, in life and when we get frustrated in business and we get angry. And I'm like, Jesus, had I known this, I wouldn't have come to the barbecue, right? That this was going to be my last day. So the car veers off. Um, we start hitting uh, brushes. The car's redirected. We hit a tree, an oak tree, and I sustained massive injuries, concussions, vertebrae, um, bulging disc, uh, bleed, um, bled half the blood out of my body, lacerated liver, and uh, we hit the tree so hard that several two feet of my small intestine. And out of that, God gave me a book called on impact in which hitting a tree was literally and figuratively a life changer. And what my book is, is on impact is an acronym that stands for intuition, mastery, pivot, authenticity, communication, and teamwork. And what it does, it takes a reader from through my life from being 11 years old, delivering newspapers to now being on this show and the reader understands guess what, there's, there's stories and anecdotes that if Benny could do it, I can do it too. You know, the, the first thing I think about is one, you know, it, it, it was a blessing and, you know, God was with you, you know, in that car um, and, you know, you survived. But I also just think about, you know, that transition uh, mentally and, and, and physically in terms of, you know, the recovery and, you know, getting back to, you know, who you are today. Can you take us through that journey? Oh, absolutely. So it was by far uh, the weakest moment in my life because as a as a as a corporate titan, um, being on top of my game, being revered, being respected, um, appreciating competition. Now I'm just a you know I'm a remnants of what I I don't know what I was of what I used to be, but definitely wasn't. And I remember the first day walking back into the company and realizing that I lost 40 pounds just from the recovery aspect. I had to, uh, you know, maneuver in a very delicate manner because um, my body, the strength of my body wasn't um, what it used to be. So now how the mental aspect of people, how they view you, if you, if you subscribe to that, you lose. So ultimately, in my mind, I still was who I was, but I was an injured player. I wasn't out the gate. So ideally for me, I learned um, the value of having a strong team because my team, uh, that I disciplined them and trained them um, for the years that we've been together, they were able to operate, right? It's if you think about it, like a coach is a great coach, but the coach is not on the field, right? Or it's not on the court. The team learns how to play with the with the guidance of the coach and the plays that have been executed. So although I wasn't what I used to be at that point, the team knew how to execute and the camaraderie and and the acceptance. And, you know, at this point, them giving me what I used to give them was was so fruitful on on helping me rebound and regain 
my legs, the strength in my legs to play and to coach and to lead. That's just amazing that you were able to go through not only your life challenges, but then have that life-changing event. And, you know, you I can only imagine the mental fortitude you had to, you know, withstand. I mean, you said you were on top of the game and then that happened and not, like your life flashed before your eyes. On top of that, like you, you work very hard. You no, know, what do you do to kind of find your zen in this crazy world and on top of your your, your insane schedule? And then really just dealing with the trauma that you've had to endure from your accident. I love my family. I love my God. I love giving, man. Um, for me, I've made millionaires. I've made friends. Uh, I've given my life uh, to making sure that anyone that comes in my circumference, they get the best of me. And that's all I really care about. And me being my best, there are going to be rewards for that, for me, because it's my best, right? My best doesn't <laughs> doesn't leave me at the bottom. The best, my best, brings me to the top. So I'm I'm okay with whatever my top is, and it's all evaluated differently. And I've had losses just like everyone else. I've had big wins. I've had big losses, but none of that defines me, right? Because I don't wake up every day thinking about yo how to make the next dollar. I wake up every single day on how I'm going to be the best me because the best me gets me everything that comes with that. And that's why I'm able to, um, you know, make it happen and make it matter every day is because if, if, if your life is only about money, then you've already lost. My life is about the value of, of really teaching, moving, learning, giving, and ultimately whatever whatever the end will be, it's just going to be the end. And none of the other things are going to matter. But preparation for the end is really important. You know, I'm, 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 I'm not going to be frivolous. I'm going to make sure that my family's taken care of. I'm going to make sure my business is in order. And I'm going to do all the things like to make sure that um, those who I come in contact get everything that I have to give. And that's it. Man, I, I, I just think about me, I would have needed all type of therapy because that's, that's, that's just so traumatic. Like I was just thinking about like, as you were talking, I was like, man, what if that happened to me? How would I react after that? And like, and I know theoretically, I'll never know unless I actually go through it, but I'll, you know, but in the sense of just trying to, trying to put myself in your shoes, I would just be, I think I would be a wreck, especially in the beginning. You're, you're not wrong, but, uh, but for me, realizing there's a lot of trauma that exists in any instance that trauma is involved. And it's how you process and how you deal with it. For me, um, when I came to, because I was in a coma for three days, when I came to, the first thing I wanted to do outside of, you know, seeing my family um, who were there present was call the office and see what was going on. And these are moments where I can only talk for maybe a minute and a half. And then you, you know, you're heavily medicated. So, you know, you, you're, you're not as cognizant and, and uh, functioning as you might normally be. 
but those are the muscles, right? Those are the corporate muscles. Those are the business muscles. That's, that's the mind. That's pulling yourself from the bottom and reaching up to the top, doing your best. Like, cause when you're on your back, the only thing that you can do is get up. So at this point, it's, it's about pulling myself up because I'm on my back. You know, we you fall down seven times, get up eight, and you know it's it's all about you know uh, just moving forward and taking one step uh, forward. Um, I have I have one question, and I want to kind of think about you know your experience in the music industry and as an entrepreneur and your upbringing as a whole, um, because you know you have over thirty years of experience in the music industry. You have you know a successful real estate business with over a hundred units. Um, you know you have your uh, entrepreneur um, endeavors, and you also, you know, have an upcoming book. Um, over this time and throughout your career and journey, um, what's your proudest achievement? And then what's the biggest lesson that you've learned? Wow. So my proudest achievement is the fact that in music, as is, if I'm understanding the question correctly, has been the opportunity not only to hire hundreds of, of minorities um, in the business because that's that was my role. And and in a lot of in the corporations that I worked for and being in a department, um, I was actually a vehicle for uh, African Americans, women, um, and and people coming through that may not get an opportunity to get into the business to have an opportunity to be in the business. So uh, as far as an achievement piece is, is bringing black folks in and teaching them, um, bringing women in and teaching them. And everyone who worked for me was important, not for you just to get a job, but understand the way of life. We were gonna make sure that you understood the value of economic freedom uh, the training courses um, where people learned uh, financial literacy. Uh, everybody who worked for me was indicative and imperative for them to uh, purchase. You were on on a on a on a timetable of when you were going to buy your first condo or buy your first home. And now realizing and looking at people that they are now homeowners, right? You know, whether in their twenties, thirties, forty years old, things that they never thought about. But that was important, and 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 that's what uh, I look at as being probably one of my biggest achievements: sharing the knowledge. Oh, that's amazing! That's awesome that you were able to, you know, hire you know so many people that that look like me and you, and you know, put them in a position to succeed. So that's that's amazing. Um, and as we close, um, you know, just you know, final question. It's just more of, um, you know, where can um, people find you, uh, what are, and also what are some of your, like, what can we expect from you in the future? Um, and what, when do you expect the, your book to be released? So all my handles are at bennypew.com and, uh, my website is bennypew.com, bennypew.com. Um, you can find me and the book is going to be released in the top of 20, <clears throat> 2022. Um, you can see a lot of surprises coming along the way. Um, I've been doing some very interesting stuff in different businesses, both in the tech space as as well as um, um, the equity space. 
so um, stay stay tuned, stay focused. I'm coming. Love it, love it, and and just thank you so much for coming on. Uh, you dropped so many gems, uh, so many, so much knowledge, so much insight. Uh, you know, this this is what we're, it's all about. You know, sharing, lifting as we climb, uh, breaking these stereotypes, and uh, really building legacies and helping others along the way. So we thank you so much for coming on. Uh, we wish you continued success. Happy anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. We're walking. We're walking. And y'all talking. That's even more important. All right, guys, show's over, but don't forget to subscribe. We are on all major podcasting platforms. Visit us on Instagram. Like, subscribe, and share with a friend. Don't be stingy. Give to the needy. 30 to life. We out.